1: Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real. Back in the kitchen with Caroline. So good to be back. And here we
2: are drinking two chai teas. I take mine with almond milk. Sophie takes hers with soya. And today, I also had to have one of my cappuccinos at the same time because I've simply fallen in love with this phenomenon that I think the whole world has actually fallen in love with. Oatly milk, the Swedish Oatly barista, which is the most creamy delicious, satisfying milk substitute that I have ever come across in my entire life. it's pretty good. And you know what's amazing? I found it with your (laughs) ex-husband. And this is a few weeks back when we Uh. decided to go for lunch with the boys. This is how wonderful and cozy everyone is around here. Uh, (laughs) Having lunches with ex-husbands and all the kids, it's super cozy. But anyway, um, Alex was telling me about this wonderful danish cafe on the king's road i'd never heard of it no, I haven't called hagen Ooh. and i then went after our lunch and ordered a cappuccino with this oatly milk because i was told for a few months to avoid dairy i'm now back on dairy i now do everything but what was amazing was tasting this cappuccino with the oatly milk and i've got to say
1: yeah it was probably it my a game changer
2: favorite mm. cappuccino that I remember tasting in years and years and yeah. years. Even my daughter loves it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say I'm not a massive co- coffee fan, but I do love it here. But um, I, it's a game changer. I, I actually started liking coffee when I started drinking it with the frothy barrister milk. It's so good. And I think I introduced Alex to it. Oh,
2: I love <laughs> it. And you know what was remarkable? After I had my coffee at Hagen, I then went straight to Waitrose I went to three different Waitrose and the shelves were empty. No. Yeah, you can do it on a cardio. Yeah, but what's amazing is this brand has taken off to such a level that all the shelves are abandoned. There is no more oat milk.
1: Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, that leads me on to my... Uh, Suggests. So now you have topic. to go to Stockholm to get it. I know and I can't wait to go to Stockholm it's one of my favorite places as well as Copenhagen and actually funny enough I've been on a panel talk this morning about travel and traveling um, specifically traveling with children. You were on a panel yes. talk? What does that even mean? Sophie? So it means that you're invited to go and talk to people about your experiences and how you uh, live your life and travel and sort it out with your children and payments and everything else and I'm making it sound completely weird now but it's not let's no, so explain so, what it is So were a points, panel of how many women so there was four people yep. there was um, Gregory Stanton who's the London dad on Instagram right um, and another two ladies one was called Triple Passport and she's a, a writer for the um, Points Guy and the Points Guy UK has just launched today in the UK and it's all about travel and it's reviews on travel on airplanes travel on play on um, boats on trains absolutely every form of travel you can possibly imagine transportation trans and also hotels uh airbnb so it's basically a collection of stories and reviews of people who've traveled and it's also very informative about point systems and i was completely in the dark about this now I don't know where I've been living for the last... 40 something years but I've clearly have my head so far in the sand I haven't realised all around us are point systems for collecting on petrol on supermarket supermarket shopping so if I were to get a Tesco's card which I'm going to do tonight when I get home online um, I can then claim back when I spend money on my petrol which is normally 50 to 60 pounds a week plus my shopping which is 100 plus per week my points and the points I think it's something like um say you spend six pounds fifty that accumulates I, i'm not going to give you the numbers actually but basically i can travel with my children oh for my free gosh, you basically on get air miles yes through avios your, points through oh my
2: goodness your, but you have to shop in tesco's or can you shop in you any can, other supermarket you can get an amex card and get the ba miles Yeah, so i've got the amex british airways i've got the amex british brilliant. airways but
1: i don't seem to have accumulated any points oh well Okay so as
2: you enough. know me I'm I've been working <laughs> a lot in Denmark so I've been traveling like a maniac on a monthly basis I probably took anywhere between 4 and 10 flights per month and because it's for work they fly me business class Um, which accumulates a lot of Avios and as a result of that I got my British Airways Amex as well Mm. and I now use that for supermarket shopping and for everything else and it really does accumulate so that's
1: very that's when I was working for a corporate company and I was being flown around I was on a gold card membership and I would accumulate points very quickly and very easily because I was travelling a lot but since not travelling a lot I don't accumulate very many points and I because I travel with... I basically pick the cheapest airline and, and travel with my children yes. on the cheapest airline, Whereas yes. where it could be Norwegian to LA, it could be BA to France, it could be anything. Yeah. But this is a really sure... You know, you can't go wrong with mm-hmm. collecting points on mm-hmm. what you're actually spending money on. Yeah. So for me, petrol and shopping are absolutely essential parts of my life and i can actually start accumulating a lot of miles that way sure and and so it's actually so it was really informative um discussion this morning and panel talk and we were all talking about different experiences and what we like doing with our children and actually the one thing that came up was do you like adventure or do you play it safe and i know for me when i'm traveling on my own with the boys so if it's just me and the boys on an aeroplane mm-hmm. and hiring a car mm-hmm. and going somewhere to our destination. Mm-hmm. I my main factor is safety. Yeah. Um, you know, have I planned out who's picking us up or have I planned out where the hire car company mm-hmm, is? Mm-hmm. Have I planned out the map route? Have I planned out the amount of charges I need to keep my phone going for sat-nav? You know, it's, it's preparation, preparation, preparation. Whereas if I'm going with another family, like if you and I are traveling, then I can be a bit more adventurous and we can go to Costa Rica or somewhere a bit more off the beaten yes, track. But yes, 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 and yes, yes. But I think... Um, and I and think, somewhere you've never been before where you're yeah. a little less... They're a little less vulnerable. Yes, I you understand. Know. I understand. And and I know you know. Obviously, hotels are incredibly expensive when you have um, the children with you because you need to eat three meals a day. You need snacks, and when you're in a hotel, the bill is accumulating. You yeah. also have to pay the service charge, the, the tips, taxes, the, the tax, yeah. everything else. So by the end of a week, you are you know spending a heck of a lot of money so for me I love well preferably to stay with friends in another country that's my favourite mode of transport but definitely um, otherwise an Airbnb or a little cottage tell me about this Airbnb because I never really understood what it was so, Airbnb is um, all online. You go onto the website and you put in the destination you want to go, and then it will come up with a whole list of places. Um, and there's and reviews this on each one. Is this people's People's houses, homes? yeah. Mm. Say you're going on holiday and you are leaving the house for a month in the summer. Yeah. And um, you want a bit of an income while you're away. You know mm-hmm. you're going to be spending money on expensive hotels. Mm-hmm. What you could do is leave your keys with your housekeeper. Um, who um, would keep them for you off-site. And they would come and put fresh towels and clean the house, get it ready for your guests. Your guests would then check into to your house with the keys, have all their bedding and everything laid out. And the house has to be immaculate. And then they'd stay in your house for a week. You'd charge them quite a lot of money for taking it. And um, then at the end of the week, they check out, they give the keys back. Everything's left immaculately as oh, they found wow. it. And it's quite a clever business, so it's actually. it's a little bit like home away from home. Yeah, similar.
2: But then, yeah. of course, you probably have to have the hassle of putting away
1: all your personal yes, belongings. Yes, that's true. That is true. Yeah. But when you're going away... Would you away, do that with your house, Ove? No, because I couldn't. I've got pets. And yeah. um, because I always leave the pets at home... I, I've never put them into kennels or catteries or anything like that. So, is it a cheaper option I. than hotels? It's a much cheaper option than ah. hotels. So if you want, so when I was going to LA with the boys a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I looked into all the best room rates, all the deals, all the lastminute.coms, everything that they had on offer. And then I also looked at the Airbnbs. And the, actually the hotel ended up giving me such a good deal that I went for the hotel. And I thought, because I don't know where the Airbnb is, I felt it was less secure than staying in a hotel with a concierge and then, you know, security and everything else. Yeah. So I actually ended up going for the hotel over the Airbnb, oh, but the, because the price difference was yeah. minimal. But actually, if you're traveling on your own to New York, an Airbnb in New York is perfect. I've done that a couple of times. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm. So you and I are talking about going to St. Lucia. Exactly. This is very exciting. Yes. So, so where are we
1: going and when are we going? So it's called Maragay Bay. Right. And it's um, a resort in St. Lucia. I've never been there.
2: I am so excited um, because I used to spend a lot of uh, my childhood in those wonderful Caribbean countries. Most of all, St. Croix.
3: But uh, oh, no, we Croix. also Where's spent
2: it's the West Indies. Oh wow! Oh, or the Virgin Islands, rather. And oh, it, used Danish, it used to be a Danish island. It used to be a Danish-owned island, so it's very funny. All the streets are uh, Danish names, and no, it's a very, very special place. But a couple of times we went to St Lucia, and I just remember it so fondly. It's a really special place with a really special smell, with really special people. And a really special vibe. And I am so excited that you and I are going to go with
1: our kids. I know. So
2: October half term? So October half term. And actually, and what's our traveling going to be there? So well, because we we're traveling together,
1: it's going to be really good fun because yeah. we're going to have each other, and this is what and so, the boys will have and each the other. Boys, And this is what's so nice about traveling with a companion. And I preferably will do that if I'm going to go somewhere like the Caribbean. Yeah. Um. So we'll fly direct from London so Heathrow to Saint so Lucia. Exactly. Amazing. And have what a week are you going to think about packing? So f- all the holiday essentials. So for me, it's all about. Hair care, skin care, boys care, sun cream. I mean, the boys don't really need much packing. They need shorts and T-shirts and a few long pairs of trousers for the evening. And I'm
2: going to ask you a question because I've been in the very unfortunate situation on quite a few occasions now of having lost my luggage and my luggage actually not turning up. So what I try and do now, if it's at all possible, and I find um, that even if I'm going for up to a week, so I went Mm. now for a week to the Bahamas Mm. and I only had hand luggage. Really? Which was How quite did you do that? So the largest wheelie that you can possibly put into the overhead mm. compartment, um, I packed that with my bikinis and wonderfully is when you're going to a hot climate is obviously the clothes doesn't yes. fill up so much. So I did all my bikinis, bathing suits... Day dresses and evening dresses. I managed to put it all in there uh, with a little bit of makeup, one pair of high heel shoes, one pair of flip flops. That's all you need. um, And my makeup. And then on top of that, I put one of those Longchamp uh, travel bags that you can fold together in case I needed more space. Because when I then checked in... and only, of course, with my hand luggage. I then went and I bought my sun cream. Mm-hmm. And I bought my various things that take up... That, that are over the 100 mils. Yeah. I bought that as soon as I came into the airport. And then flew off. And then on the way back, I checked everything in. Because by that time, you know, dirty clothes... Takes up more space than clean clothes You're and less because worried I about still losing had it. and I still had all my yeah. products uh, to take back, yeah. and I'm less worried about it taking a few days because yes. I know that I'm home and I've yeah. got all my things at exactly. home. It's more when I go away. So what yeah. I'm going to do with Nico and I is I'm going to do a hand luggage for both of us. Yeah, and I find that on these long haul flights. Nico doesn't really need anything. He really enjoys watching movies. Yeah. Um, So you know, iPad isn't even a concern on that. What I do tend to do is because he's not crazy about plain food. Oh yes, we do the same. I tend to go and do a stop at our favourite pre de Manger. manger. Yeah. And I get him a tuna baguette. Yeah. And I get him a club sandwich yeah. so that I know that there
1: will be food exactly. that he will we like. Exactly the same. Um,
2: and then again, I'll probably buy our sun cream, maybe yeah. a perfume once we get through toothpaste, etc. Yeah. And then we'll fly and off. And then you're done. And then if we need to check more stuff in on the way back, I will have that spare yeah. long
1: good idea well i um, the only problem is i do like to travel with my heated rollers oh <laughs> i love it so, so. While I but were you only, not going to um, come up with a genius I am. travel I am. and my gosh if anybody knows any good accessory. manufacturers out there i've had so many failed attempts with at this it's still very much a working process but my manufacturers have let me down that i've been working with so um yes i'm still working on that and I, but I, the problem is with me is I do check my luggage because I do like to take my favorite things with me. And I like to take my heated rollers because to be honest, I know it sounds crazy when you're in the middle of nowhere. But it if I've feel just taken three caftans, four summery dresses and a pair of flats for the evening, I actually quite want my hair and makeup to be quite nice so be that fabulous. I can yeah. glam up my evening wear. now you and I are both single ladies we never know when Mr. Wright might swim, swim out of the sea. Honey you are so um, right. Or pop around. Are and we going to meet him in St. Lucia do you think? <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> Probably not but you need to be prepared. Well you know what
2: it doesn't matter because you and I are together and I can't think of anyone I have more fun with than you so I really can't wait but darling heart you once showed me when we were filming Ladies of London mm. and we were in Scotland. You put into my head these brilliant Velcro things
1: that I feel gave me, anyway, a little bit of the same oomph. You do, but the thing with the Velcro rollers is you have to blow dry it to put them in. So the good thing about the heated rollers is you can do it. So you put them in when your hair's wet. No, you blow as you're blow drying your hair. Then you put you put them in while you're blow drying. So you're you're blow drying your hair with a big roller brush and then putting the rollers in as you blow dry the sections. Whereas the heated rollers, you can come out of the sea, you know, let your hair have dried in an unbelievably manky mess way. Put a bit of dry shampoo in, brush it, and put your heated rollers in for five minutes before you go out in the evening, and you look fabulous. And so they're my really sort of good tip for, for holiday travel. The only problem with them is they're flipping big and very yeah. clunky, yeah. which I am trying to redesign at the moment. Yeah. Um, but until are I there do... Are good travel ones out no, there? No, the travel ones are absolutely rubbish. I have, I've tried and tested every single, single. pair of cam- canvas, you know, uh, travel sets. And actually the rollers aren't made well. They don't heat up. There's no point in taking them. You know, it's just a waste. So, yeah, definitely the the hair care for me is a big thing. I have to take my hair masks. I have to take my rollers. I love
2: that. I know I'm Um, definitely coming to your room for that. But then you, on the other hand, can come to my room for things like Uno. Uno, I find, (laughs) is one of the most brilliant games. And we always bring it on holiday. We also bring maybe a Ludo yeah okay um and another couple of board games because i find that you know once the children have been playing for a couple of hours in the sea or in the pool and they want to have a little bit of shade it's so fun to play those games
1: yeah we always take some toys so we take um basically what i do is i give the boys a small hand luggage bag each which they're completely responsible for and they're allowed to pack it with five essential items which is comedy because finn always stuffs it full of the largest teddies you can possibly find Aww. in the house so it's bursting open and harry is so clever about sort of strategically thinking about what he might need but it's quite obscure what he actually packs so we always end up emptying them all and picking their favorite toys oh it's so, so funny. yeah it's so uh, Nigel has always- his lego Niggle
2: takes his little uh, travel rucksack, mm. and it's the sweetest thing in the world. He will always bring a Rubik's cube. He loves, but then he brings his little men. He can play with his little men, whether they are Transformers or really? ninjas or turtles or, I mean, it's quite. And, and then little Lego men. Yeah. You know. Oh yes, Harry's Niggle, obsessed with but the Lego. It's, men it's extraordinary. Nigel could, yeah. for his birthday or for Christmas, get a beautiful big box of Lego. Yeah the palace or tower or ship never got built. All he goes for is the men.
1: Yeah, because they're now collect, there's and collectibles and things. And he has big battles with yeah. the men. I love it. But he yeah, so Lego's a must. I mean, yeah. for me, Lego is amazing because yeah. you can, if you could if you buy two or three of the little small boxes yes. then that will actually keep them going for a few days just building it yes. anyway yes. and then once they've built it then they can play with it so yeah. I always take a couple of new boxes and then take a couple of old favourite Lego things yeah. really good Harry's a bookworm so a couple of really good books yeah. Um Finn has to read to me every day to yep. improve his reading. So his books. Yep. And then we always sort of break the day up with, with swimming in the sea, then swimming in the pool, hopefully, if there is one. Nice um, lunch. Then a nice lunch, then a chill. So in the heat of the midday sun, we spend an hour after lunch Reading, lying on the bed in the shade, in the shade, Very or nice. playing gently, yeah. whatever yeah. it is, but just an hour out, yeah, and then back into the sun again around sort of three-ish, perfect. And then you know some, what I'm going to bring as well? I'm going to
2: bring some uh, beach tennis. That's a great idea. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Beach enjoy tennis, that. Yeah, and maybe a uh, some kind of uh, ball we can blow up. Good idea. Because yeah, the boys football. will love playing football mm-hmm. as well. Oh, I'm so excited! Yeah. And what do you think the cuisine is like? Caribbean food. Um, Jerky this, chicken Yeah that I mean
1: kind, I love Caribbean food It's all mm. plantain And yes. rice And black beans and, and your boys are pretty good At eating everything They're pretty everything. good now Yeah they are pretty good So I think we'll be fine On that front But yes the pret Thing is a winner Um For me and the children We basically Arrive at the airport Once we've gone through The dreaded security Which is Mind-blowingly boring And then you basically <laughs> March into pret Allow them to choose Two sandwiches each uh, two drinks each, uh, healthy snack, piece of fruit. Mm-hmm. I do the same for myself. Yep. I choose, I always buy two or three salads. And then I actually end up eating one normally when, I, when I've arrived at the hotel. Yes. Because yes. you're so hungry when you get there. Yeah. And then you've got something, you know them, whatever happens, delays, whatever, yep. yucky plane food, whatever it is, you're covered. Yep. And um, yeah, as you said, on the plane, just they're, they're in an age now where they can either do their iPad or watch a movie so it's actually quite relaxing but I have a feeling you'll be in business and I'll be in economy oh no we won't this time because I'm saving my points which is fantastic (laughs) so we will fly out nicely (laughs) which is such a
0: treat
2: amazing holiday a year yeah where I fly nicely I stay at a really good hotel uh you do
1: Dubai don't you Dubai is normally your one I love Dubai yeah. but you know what, to why be do you like you? Dubai why do you like well, that so much first of
2: all I love it because it's 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 under eight hours to fly it's very
1: safe it's
2: very safe there's yeah. hardly any time difference and mm. it's pretty much guaranteed good weather mm. I think the food is amazing mm. um there are so many things I enjoy doing out there, and I also have a lot of friends there. Yeah. I just think it's a really easy choice. Yeah, um, and my kids love it as well. So yeah. you know that is one treat that we try and do once a year or once every second year. If not Dubai, we also really love Thailand, mm. and we love haven't done to, that with the boys oh, yet. It's incredible. We should definitely where, where do, that. do you go? So I love to go to Bangkok and stay a couple of days in Bangkok. I think Bangkok is magical. Really? I, I had a very, very close girlfriend who was Thai and who just showed me Thailand in the most authentic, extraordinary way. We went to the street markets where you as a tourist... Should be careful about Mm -hmm. what you eat because, of course, what you eat because our digestive systems are very different. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, you know, you hear of a lot of people getting sick eating street food. But I just went with her and tasted the most unbelievable street food. She took me to some of the best restaurants I've ever been to in my entire life. Um, She took me to some of the markets that were just also mind-blowing. And then she took my children and I on on a bit of an adventure where you go and select uh, certain animals. So for example, and everything has to be divided by nine. So for example, we took nine turtles. We took 18 sea eels. We took 18 of the special bird. We took nine kilos of sea snails. We took maybe seven different variations of animals. Each animal meaning something. The turtle, for example, would be if you had had um, a difficult experience with a friend and you really wanted this to to be resolved, you would set these turtles free. You would release them as a symbol of love. Oh, okay. So everything... So they're captive
1: and you're releasing them. So
2: they're, they're, they're captive okay. and they, they have been taken captive to be released. And it's this part of the... Buddhist uh, religion, as I understood it, or the Buddhist faith, that you you release these things, and with it are only good, wonderful, incredible feelings. You know, if someone is sick, there's one type of animal to help them get better. If you've had financial difficulties, there's another type of animal Ooh, that you release for that to get better. And so, once you've taken all these animals, you go on a long boat, mm-hmm. um, and you're you're taken down uh, the river and then you're pulled in after about 45 minutes to this very special area still in the water where you set everything free and it's done in such a loving wow. way where you kind of close your eyes and pray for good things and it's just you know it's a happy magical place it's a happy magical place I haven't been to Thailand for a, a long time long I love everything I really this, as you know, I know let's do that next year with I the boys I was going to say I haven't this year we done do this
1: that Let's ex- do Thailand
2: ex- next year with the boys. And yeah. what I love is the combination of doing two or three days in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. And then I quite like going to the islands. Yeah, me too. Phuket
1: is. I know I've very never special. taken my children, but they would um, love it, I think. Yeah, I think and the they food's would, amazing. Oh my gosh. The people are lovely. The food and it's such is an eye opening experience yeah. for children. Yeah, it really because is. Because it's
2: another world. It's another world.
1: And the only and other the kindness, thing I is the kindness to do of the Thais. Is while my oh. brother's still in Singapore. I really want to Let's take my boys to see him in Singapore. And I'd love to take them to Hanoi. And, and I'd oh love to gosh. sort of do the whole Cambodia. <gasps> I mean, I just I just think it's such an eye-opening, yes. extraordinary adventure, yes. which is really important to see as well. I yeah. don't think the boys have ever really seen people in a of, very yeah, different different environment, yes. you know, and, and a tough environment. You know, I know from my mother when they went over to um, Vietnam. Yeah, she found it really hard. You know, there was a few open animal markets there, and she found it really hard working through walking through them. And unfortunately, that's just a way. But darling, of hot, life not only that. Think about
2: in in you know think about all the orphanages in a lot I of know, these and Asian that, countries. Exactly. And I think actually it's a. Uh, you know, I think it's a really good thing to bring your children mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day, what's actually really adorable is is seeing the pure love between children. Yeah, You know, they'll automatically start playing, but mm. they'll also understand that, you know, um, and it's actually a much deeper understanding because there's one thing seeing these children who, you know, more often than not... Uh, live in very underprivileged circumstances. But what's amazing is in some of these orphanages, the love, the fact that these children, that there is such a a beautiful love. My oldest Danish girlfriend, she actually was working um, for a very special orphanage uh, after we finished school in Pattaya. And experiencing these children who you can't even comprehend the trauma of losing your parents, but being so little that obviously the consciousness is not as it is when you're much older, but also some of them becoming orphans when they are much older. And it's such a, it's so bereaved, Mm, but they're not in a culture where they, they're not in a place where you can really mourn your bereavement. But then what was so heartwarming was in this particular place that my friend was working the love from these nuns Mm. the care that was given to them that was that's lucky because there's a there's a few
1: horrendous and you know what's amazing situations what's really amazing
2: is there was one little boy that uh, my girlfriend became very very close to and she then had some friends in Denmark who uh, were not able to conceive and they ended up adopting him and my Alexander was skiing in Verbier last week and he said to me, Mommy, I'm here with the boy that, um, that Sophie took care of in Thailand and he's now 17 years old. He goes to the same boarding school as Alexander in Denmark and is just the most special, wonderful, gorgeous child. And it just, you know, it just really goes to show that uh, the magic of, of, of love of parents um, and, you know, there are some of us who are very lucky that we were able to get pregnant and have children. And But, you know, even so, I, I've, I've contemplated more than once, you know, would Adopting. I ever be able mm. to um, adopt because mm. I love children so much. And there is absolutely a part of me that feels as if I'm not done with children yet at mm. all. Uh, but you know, I'm also getting a little bit older, and having more children myself naturally may not be an option. And the idea of adopting oh, gosh, so we've better keep you out of the orphanage. Well, then. you know, <laughs> when I was in uh, when but I that's was in very, Myanmar, I mean, what a
1: special thing to do! It's I mean, I, such I, a special I, thing you know, to it's, do, it's an amazing opportunity for you and, and what for a gift them. you can give
2: yeah. to these yeah. amazing yeah. children. So, yeah. I do think that you know. What a wonderful thing. What an I absolutely agree. wonderful thing. But I also think it's important for our children to to have a little bit of a perspective. Of a perspective mm. of the whole world, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and 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 really talk to them very openly and honestly because I whatever we don't teach them during their childhood, they're gonna learn yeah. for themselves. And often when you learn later you're kind of learning the harder way.
1: That's true. Then then and these... I just think it's such a it's such a valuable lesson to teach your children to travel to you know to 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 just be around a different experience and a different way of life you know we get so stuck in our ways in London our routines and we get up at the same time we have breakfast at the same time we go to school home it's homework and to completely break that mold and to just go and do something especially somewhere like Thailand or Cambodia or somewhere so different, it's just almost a a complete mind-blowing overload for them to process. Yes, And really opens their, you know, broadens their perspective and changes their opinions and helps them really see how things work in the world. And I think think it's also important important. for them to realise how
2: incredibly lucky and fortunate they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But beyond that, more than anything, you know, lucky lucky to be loved, lucky to be loved by parents who are available, who are Mm -hmm. conscious, who are hands-on, who are actually there because there is nothing more important in this world than love. You know, no amount of money or privilege can ever buy that love. Mm -hmm. And I think the happiest, most wholesome children who go up to become successful people um, are the ones who've really, really been loved. You know, Mm -hmm. where there are no big cracks where a lot of filth comes in simply because you haven't been loved properly.
1: Yeah, maybe that's, that's a fair point. But back to travel. Back to travel. So back to travel. Um, Where's so, your next travel? Where well, are you going? Where next are we time? going? We have actually got a, a trip planned to Jura in Scotland. Oh, how nice. Which will be magical. Again, um, for me, staying actually in the UK is absolutely blissful. There's no flights, pop everyone in the car, including the dog. And off we go. And, um, you know, there's something really nice about not having to check luggage and timings of flights. And it's a little bit more relaxed. So we're off to Jura. But do you, um, do you take the train there or do you well, drive? Actually, I was I, that was Cornwall we drive to. But Jura um, we're going to fly actually to Glasgow. But it's such a small internal flight it doesn't really feel like you're flying at all um it's literally a 40 minute flight wow um and then we land we drive to the coast and then we get on a little boat oh, and Jura is on a little island um and there's literally on the on the very end of the island is the house that we're staying in and With it's friends. a friend's house yeah
2: how lovely and
1: we'll be there on the friends beach. who also have kids exactly the same age oh, how yeah how so divine. we're going to be boating we're going to be island hopping we're going to be doing sort of what you would do in the caribbean oh, but in scotland that and sounds actually magical. when are you it's going? very rough and ready and lobsters on the beach and you know lots of fresh seafood from from mm. um, scotland and it's, it's really special so we're going to do that as soon as the children break up in the summer Have to go in the summer there. Otherwise, it's absolutely freezing. Um, And then we've got a couple of weeks planned in the south of France um, with friends again. I mean, for me, you know, I'm really lucky to have some friends with some houses dotted around. And if I can, being a single mum, I find it much more cosy, much safer, much more affordable to go and fly on my own with the boys, hire a car. Or if it's somewhere I really don't know... Then get a um, you know a taxi to pick us up and then arrive at the house and then I know we've got a really cozy week with lots of friends in the house. But failing that um, taking a villa is also a really nice way of doing it. So you take a villa with some friends, split the costs. That I think is a good idea. Which is a great idea if you don't have a friend with a house mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, our last resort is always a hotel because it's. I find it quite constrictive. I find it's less relaxing in a way because um, there's obviously other guests around. You're kind of having to be a little bit more sensitive to other people, whereas in your own villa, you're super chilled you can kind of do whatever you like obviously you do have the um, added hassle of cooking and cleaning up and all that sort of stuff but I think um, yeah for me just going to stay in someone's house is the most ideal situation what about you where are you off to um
2: My next trip is, um, I've got a couple of trips planned for Denmark. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going for the L Style Awards. Mm -hmm. So that will be one of those events where I will not be able to have hand luggage because I'm bringing some pretty big gowns. Okay. And then... On the same weekend, on the Monday, mm. I'm doing the new shoot for my stockings. Amazing. My Beautiful Legs by Caroline Fleming. Mm-hmm. So that will be lovely. And then I've got... So that's nice. That's travel just you. So that's that. Well, actually, you know, a different I'm experience. actually bringing Nico for oh, that weekend. Okay. No, I am going to bring Nico for
1: that weekend. Yeah. No, I mean, there's such a difference when you're flying on your own to flying with children. I mean, flying with children, for me, means leaving four hours in advance are you serious i mean we 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 have to do a lot of pre-planning if i'm on my own and and we're flying on a on a budget airline to a destination right i cannot we missed our easy jet flight once because finn got car sick in our uber on the way to the airport so we had to pull over for him to be sick but that that made us late then i had to change him at the airport which, again, added on extra time. Then by the time we got to the gate... You missed your flight. We missed the flight. Oh, my God. And we left, you know, three hours before. Wow, wow. So, you know, it's just you never know what's going to pop up.
2: And I think you're... I, I also and think And the boys so. love
1: the airport for some bizarre Sweet. reason. Sweet.
2: <laughs> but I also think that if you are someone who already knows that there may be hurdles, mm. yeah. you know, you then Pre-empted. take extra time yeah. and then the hurdles actually happen. Does that make oh, sense?
1: No, I tell you what happens is is I can still, if I've really pre-planned, then I remain calm. So even if something happens, I'm not fussed about it. Whereas if I'm running late or stressed, yeah. that small hiccup could become a bit of a drama. And by the end of it, I've put my stress onto the kids, yeah. which I really don't want to do. Yeah. So I'd much rather be so prepared and clear-headed that if anything does pop up, it's nothing. So I find
2: that, you know, if I'm traveling within Europe, I like to be at the airport an hour 10 minutes before uh, we take off. Mm -hmm. So I will always calculate my journey so that I have at least one hour 10 minutes because I like to be able to take it easy through security. And, you know, if there are little, buy some magazines. and And what happens if there's a hold up
1: on the way? Well, have you missed any flights? I have missed a couple, but
2: it's, but <laughs> it's, but it. it's too few to mention because okay. in the whole big picture of how many flights, you know, if, if mm. I take 100 flights per year, yeah, I miss one flight every three years. So, oh, you know, okay. it's that's so, so bad. little. And, you no. know, for long haul, I will calculate uh, two and a half hours okay. before we take off. And, you know, if we're fl- if we're flying from Heathrow, for example, mm. normally the car journey takes... Anywhere between thirty and forty minutes, but I will always allow for an hour, yeah. just in case. Yeah. And you know, if we uh, go from Gatwick, if I'm traveling with all three children, then I actually take a taxi. Yeah. And there we will calculate almost two hours to get yeah. there. So I'm generous with a time yeah. calculation, and what I do is I, I pre-book the taxi. Mm so that it's here, so that we have to get into the car. It's not, for me, a matter of booking it on the day, 10 minutes before we leave. I find it much better that, you know, we've booked, we've used the same wonderful Peter Pan for years and years and years, and he's just uh, waiting for us, and it just means that uh, we we actually get into the car at the right time. That's a
1: very good idea, actually. I think that that really works. I think Mm. that really does work. That's a great idea, yeah. Last time I took an Uber from Heathrow, I landed from Stockholm got into my Uber at Heathrow and it crashed straight into another Uber. Mm. No. Yeah, so I had to get out, get oh my bags my out. Gosh. Oh, Such my gosh. Such a bore. So, yeah, it sometimes doesn't work out the way you want it to. But I think, yeah, for us, you know, my boys love being in the airport. Yeah. They love the whole adventure of the travel. Yeah. You know, it's building up in them for days and yeah, days before. super exciting. So, for me, spending a couple of hours at the airport
2: no I quite like it too and airports nowadays you know especially Heathrow or Mm. Copenhagen or Stockholm for that matter you know they're really cool airports and there's so
1: much to see so we always we take plenty of time we're not rushing if there's a huge airport security queue we're not worried no we go through, we choose our food. Yeah, choose and a magazine. magazine. And you have time. And then we go and sit in our, a restaurant or in Starbucks yeah, and yeah. we have a little meal before the plane or refreshments or whatever we want to yeah. do. We go to the bathroom. Yeah. Very important before you get on the plane. Yeah. Um, and then um, for the children, rather, <laughs> not so much for the adults. And then, yeah, and then we just tootle on down and we're, we're all pretty relaxed. Yeah, You know, yeah. another thing that I love.
2: So before I go to a new destination, I will tend to do a little bit of research, talk to friends and ask Mm. if they've been there before and if they have any really good recommendations for me (coughs) as you guys all probably know food is a big priority and i love whether i'm traveling near or far i love to know a little bit about what kind of restaurant should i go to what would you recommend what is a must experience meal to be had while we're there and then i also really enjoy food markets Mm. so you know for example when you and i will go to st lucia in october i am going to find out what is um Yeah, the best place to go and have dinner. I'm also going to investigate what is, um, you know, what what is the most special experience we can have while we're there. I think, you know, to take away those memories, to create memories, I think, you know, that's what life is all about. And at the end of the day, when I was in Paris with my best gay friend um, a couple of months ago, you know, as he said to me, Caroline, it's all about experiences because we decided to do Paris and we decided to share a suite at the Ritz. And, you know, it wasn't the cheapest experience ever. But as he said, you know what? I would, I would prefer to spend. The money that I have on creating memories, because at the end of the day, you know, it's the memories that we bring with us. Mm. It's not any of our belongings. Every single piece of furniture and clothes and art and bags, et cetera, et cetera, you know, they are wonderful things to be enjoyed, but it's the memories. And therefore, I also think that, and that's one of the reasons, (coughs) so why I really... Take priority in traveling with my children because I just find that, you know, taking them out of normal everyday life that involves school and homework mm. and la di da di da, you know, is it, it's wonderful and we have a very happy, lovely day to day life. But I just find that when we go away, you yeah. know, you just you just let Unshackle. go of everything, yeah, and agree. it is so magical. And that's yeah. where you get even closer and you bond through. Mm these very intimate experiences. And I just think they are more valuable than anything else. I
1: totally agree with you. And if you you haven't got a giant holiday budget, and I certainly haven't had the last couple of years. Take a tent. I mean, even pack a tent. We love our holidays in England. Yeah, 100%. The Cornish coastline is magical. Yeah. Devon's magical, yep. you find a B&B on the coast yep. with the children and the dog yep. and you hunker down for, for a long weekend or a week, you know, literally spend the week on the beach with your buckets and spades, crabbing and everything else that you do. And it's really magical waking up and, you know, getting up early and going down to see what's in the rock pools and... Rock pooling around, having a crab lunch on the beach. It's you know, there's things that you can do that don't cost a fortune. That's just about taking time out. And actually, that this weekend was a perfect example. I hadn't really realised how much I'd been packing into the to the school holidays, and I was trying to keep things going work wise. I had a couple of big projects that I had to fulfil, and the boys were you know off school. And I was trying to plan things with our repair to take them to museums. But they got a bit bored of it after a while. And they said, Mommy, you know, we want to do stuff with you. Yes. And I said, and I want to I do stuff that. with you. But yep. we need to plan it. So I yeah. did a couple of things in London. But it was all a bit rushed and my phone kept ringing. And a client would want something or somebody would want an email. And I never really switched off. And so last Thursday... I packed the car up, we headed to Gloucestershire, and I literally put an out-of-office on my computer and said I won't be working until Wednesday. Good for you. And we had the most magical time. Just cosy, taught Finn how to swim. But you know what? And, you know, it was just, it was so special. We were in Gloucestershire. We could have been anywhere. We could have been in the Costa Rican jungle. We could have been on the danish you know coast we could have been in anywhere Honolulu. but, but we was we were four of us together and that's and it. it when so you're present cozy. when you're present i think a lot of us tend to
2: get drowned and lost in our mobile mm. phones in our work etc cetera, etc cetera. and children really feel this yeah and at the end of the day what they want is they they don't just they want physical want time. presence
1: They want emotional presence. Yeah. They want, they just want you. Yeah. And actually anything you can do together. I mean, we did little walks down to the river and poo sticks and spent most of our time in the pool, which was heavenly in England and so unheard of. Um, But it was just having that moment where we would wake up together, have breakfast together, play all day in the pool, go for lovely walks, cook a meal together, go to bed together and just read in the night to get, you know, read bedtime yeah. stories together. I'd fall asleep shortly after they fell asleep. It yeah, was just it's wonderful. magical. It's wonderful. And it's pressing that reset button. Yeah. It's breaking the, the routine. It's yep. breaking the mold. Yep. And it's throwing yourself into a just a world of children and you. Oh, and it's just divine. heavenly. And you can it do that heavenly. anywhere apart it from your heavenly. own home.
2: <laughs> well, the thing is, I've decided now, for example, I've... Oh. That is Sophie Spell saying that uh, we've got to go and do a school run now. We both actually do. Um, and, you know, on, on a final note, you know, I've very much decided that, you know, time really is so precious, as we all know. And from I pick up my children from school at 3.30... Uh, I pick up Nico, or 3.45 rather, and I pick up Josephine at 4.15. You know, this is going to be their time now, and no mobile phones. You know, I think it's so important to put the phone away um, and really be present, uh, for our children so on that note it's a glorious day in London I'm going to go and pick up my kids and I think we're going to go to the playground and then we're going to go and have
1: an ice cream yeah well listen and um, we we didn't cover that much on travel but we will come back to a little bit but I we will we come back with our top picks our big suggestions on where to go where's easy where's affordable where's deluxe where's an adventure we'll come back to you with lots more but in the meantime happy thursday happy days and we're just so lucky to have our opportunities i think to travel at all yeah, and we've got I to agree. be so thankful for having our children and our lives yes, and, and making the best out of our lives me- making the best of every single moment that you have so here's to you having another magical
2: week making as many wonderful memories as possible Sophie. and i would love to hear from you we'd love to hear your experiences where you enjoy traveling what you enjoy doing Um, would have been some of your most treasured memories. So, um, at Sophie Stanbury or at Caroline Fleming Official. Um, And we look forward to hearing from you. Lots of love. Lots of love from London.